Alright, this is better. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the next episode of Let's Talk Ball. We are here again. We are here again. Fellas, what's good? What's good, Mo? What's good, Brendan? What's up, man? What's up, fellas? What's up? Everything's good on y'all end? We good? Yes, sir. Already, man. Hope, hope, hope everybody on y'all side is being safe, staying safe, keeping everybody in our prayers, you know. But uh, without further ado, like we always do, you know, let's just give honor to God for uh, putting us in the situation that we are in, uh, that we are in today. We wouldn't be here without him. And that is a cold, hard fact. And uh, like always, again, we should uh, bring light to the situation, R.P., uh, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, Elijah McClain. Let's let's get the justice going. Let's get the let's get the word spread. You know. And again, I always say that you guys got anything to say. You know, I always gotta ask you guys. Now we all set, bro. We always cover, man. Like we said, we just wanna, you know, let let everybody know Black Lives still matter. You know, we're still we're not gonna forget. But you pretty much covered every time. Alrighty, well, let's get into it. Uh, we've been doing a lot of basketball recently, a lot of basketball, because that's really the only thing that has been coming out. Uh, they will dibble dabble in between basketball and football. You know, they will throw some general, general topics out there. But with uh, what's going on now with the NFL, it's a lot. A lot of news has been coming out with the COVID, and training camp has uh, has started. And guys, you got you got some guys reporting. And so far, since the whole uh, since since camp has started, we've had twelve NFL rookies that have tested positive. Mm. That's a lot. And in total, so far, there's been twenty one positive tests at training camps. And I feel like that number will only increase, you know, once players start really showing up. If they right. start showing up, camp just started. Exactly, and you and you have guys that have already been sitting out. We have at least Brendan. Uh, I'll let you talk about your guys real quick first. But you got at least seven, seven, eight guys on your team that's sitting out for the season. Yes, sir, man. My uh, my pay. I, I knew, I knew something would come. Dante Hightower. I mean, he just had a baby. It makes sense. Patrick Chung is the same way. Patrick Chung's case is. Um, I think he just had a baby boy as well. Um, so those two guys, I mean, and people talk about tanking. I'm like, no, they they just had they just had two babies. They're they're the NFL is not in a bubble, so they can't be away. They have to go back home. So those right. two guys, I'm saying, you know, and the same thing with your guy Marquise Goodwin. Like I understand Marquise Goodwin has already lost a child. So the fact that people, numerous, people, it's been I, it was I two, think right? Lost two. It was two. Yeah. So the fact that people have to come out, and this is why I don't people have the nerve to come out their mouth and call the man selfish. I'm like, yo, first of all. He lost two kids. Like, people just I don't understand. And Roger Goodell doesn't have a set plan right now. So, I mean, 12 rookies, if we look at the grand scheme of things, I mean, with NFL numbers, that's not crazy. It's still high. You know, guys, you know, NFL guys, they've probably been going out. And with Roger Goodell not having a true plan, it's like you said, the cases will go up. We don't have a true plan like the NBA. He's once again behind the gate. Um, they're, they're still fighting over – they just made the – Cases they're not gonna have preseason, so they're still trying to figure things out. So cases, we don't know what guys, how many more guys are gonna sit out. We got um my man from the Chiefs. Um, what's my man's name? Damien. 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 
Damian Williams. Um, and they had the receiver too. No, no, that's right. They Damian Williams. That's right. I'm sure Damian Williams sitting out too. So it's gonna be more guys um, that do it. I think Malcolm Jenkins is another one from the Saints. I think he's not comfortable. But also, yeah. I think this could, this could be interesting because it gives rookies. Um, I don't see any rookies sitting out. I, I don't think any rookies are going to sit out. So it's going to be interesting. I think the league will be a lot younger this year. I agree. It's like it's like when, when you say the rookies won't sit out. There isn't isn't there a guy from Tech? What I, I forgot his name. He had just oh, came yeah. out with a video. His his mother had passed from uh from health from uh, health complications, and he you could tell when he mentioned it, it kind of hurt him to say that you know he he had lost his mother to uh, a sickness or whatever it may be. I wasn't too sure, but I know that he, he lost his mother to some health complications, and he said he wasn't going to play. You know, and he was going to be in the draft. He was going to try and play this year, but it wasn't in the draft. Like he just wasn't going to play this year. You know, mm-hmm. he just. Says it just wasn't going to be for him, and I feel like a lot of guys are going to start following that route too because they have to think about the future. You know, granted, it's to me, I feel like they're rookies, so they have time to stay in shape and still have that hunger for maybe next year, hopefully. Because I feel like the NFL, you have to have a year, a year off to come up with a bubble like the NBA has. Because again, like I said, you have too many factors into it. You know, you you really have to take in take in take into consideration everybody. You you have thirty two fifty three man rosters with trainers and staff. You got to figure out somewhere to put 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 all these people. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 entirely too many too many people for uh, football to work right now. And to 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 have a to have a streak or like a second uh sec uh, two straight weeks like the NBA has of no positive tests. You're gonna to have to implement a bubble, and that's gonna take a lot of planning. So, Goodell is trying to do everything in his power to still be liked, but also do the do do the right thing, you know, because he has to please. And it's like you can't please everybody, you know what I'm saying? And like that's been Goodell's problem. He's tried to please everybody, and it hasn't worked, you know. But the owners, in in all honesty, come first because they have to spend the money, you know. The money comes from them as well. So, you know, that's. That's what I got on it. Pete, you got something on that one, bro? No, I think y'all pretty much covered it, man. I mean, it's like y'all said, it's harder for the National Football League to get into a bubble because there's not a sports complex that got, you know, eight, nine fields, like how the NBA has like three, four, five, six different courts in one area where they can play five, six different games at a time. The NFL doesn't have a, a complex that they can go to and just play, you know, a whole bunch of different games in in one day. So it's going to be tough for the NFL to, to manage this. It would be good if they could get into the bubble, like you said, but it, it's going to be tough. A lot of people, like y'all said, is going to be sitting out. I really feel like it, 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 it really couldn't be that hard. It's just you could, as much money in the NFL makes, you could, you could, you could, you could honestly build a, build a, build a small arena. And I ain't talking about having, having it hold fans, but just have at least, I say small, like you four, three, three to four fields, and, yeah. just, and just close it off. You know, you don't have to make but, it, like make it turf, like just close it off, and you play on that field, you know, or just do something. Because I feel like you can, you can. It's it's not hard. I, I just don't. But who the NFL not gonna provide the funds for that though? That's the um, that's the whole that's the whole thing. That's like where's the money gonna come from? 
Yeah, Miles, think about and like he said there's thirty two teams. Think about that. And the yeah. NBA in the NBA with the NBA you can turn a ballroom into a into a court. At the US right. Junior Nationals in DC, they do it all the time. They turn the ballroom into and you can put courts in the ballroom. The NBA did the same. NFL, it's hard. You got thirty two teams. There's no way you can fit all those people in the bubble. And then COVID, COVID not happening like bang, 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 bang. You get what I'm saying? So they're going to have to do it the way it is. Think about this. The ACC just released a schedule, 11-game schedule. That's Ooh. probably also why he sat out, the kid from Virginia Tech. He's, his draft stock's not going to drop. He's still going to be a top. They said he's, I think, a first-round uh, projected first-round pick. But the ACC just came out with an 11-game schedule with Notre Dame on that schedule. So now I feel like the SEC is going to follow suit. Um, we're going to have college football, whether we like it or not. Um, they're going to go. I feel like they're they're going to go on time. That's what it looks like right now. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there were dates set on at those times. Um, and they said how fans are going to do it. You're going to be at your own risk. So, I feel like I don't know what's going to happen. Um, we're just going to have to play by UNC. But the, with the ACC releasing that schedule, I feel like that was that was big. I didn't I didn't think they were releasing so early. Um, but they released the 11 game schedule. So, and that he literally make, mentioned that he's not playing the day after they released that schedule. So. It's um it's gonna be very interesting to see kind of how kind of how they do things and stuff like that. So okay, okay. Well, in other news, let's let, let let's stick to the young guys real quick before I move into one of the topics I I really want to get into. Um Joe Burrows, he had just signed his four year thirty six point one million dollar deal with the Cincinnati Bengals. Um Let's just say that the season does start. You know, so far I don't know. I don't know anything about the Cincinnati Bengals players. If any of those guys are sitting out, or whether any 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 of them tested positive for COVID, but um, Joe Burrow, I feel feel is is he's going going into a situation with a solid running back in Joe Mixon. He needs some receivers, and hopefully AJ Green can stay healthy for at least eight games. This man always gets hurt. In week four, then he's out forever, and then he comes back late when it doesn't really matter. Then he just sits out the rest of the time. It's like Joe Burr and the, the offensive line needs some work. Of course, the defense. You know, what I'm saying they can they can use a fine tuning here and there, but I feel like Joe's going to have to go out there and just play play within the games. He can't go out there and try and make a make tons of plays because he didn't really do that at LSU. He just had playmakers, and he just. He he can go out there and play a little loose. Now he has to play a little bit more uptight. He has to be smart with his moves, because he's in a uh, who's in who's in the Bengals division. What division is that? They got That's the Ravens, good. the Steelers, and the Browns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AFC yeah, there's North. No way. Yeah, there's no way you can do that against the the Ravens and the Steelers because the Steelers have are coming along with that defense. But they have yes. come along with that defense. And um, we want to talk about Ben Roethlisberger. All we want. He's old. Ben Roethlisberger can. Possibly still be dangerous uh, if he if he learns how to play within the game and not trying to do too much to extend the play because you because he doesn't have that age anymore or that or that 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 twitch like he used to have. He's just he's just a big old guy now. It's he's been hurt forever. So Joe, uh, uh, yeah, Joe Burrow has to go in there and again, like if you go against the Ravens, you have to be on you have to be on your A game. You know, granted, your, your defense has to stop him, Lamar being him. But Joe, you have to go out there and at least, at least do a do a Trent Dilfer thing like like what he did for the uh for the Ravens. Get you at least fifteen points, 
Hopefully your defense can stop you. Don't turn the ball over, you know, and you and you possibly can have a chance. Who is the coach that they just picked up? Because I know they just hired somebody. I'm not Ooh. too sure if y'all know that. The Bengals? Yeah, the Bengals. They hired my yeah. man from um Oh my gosh, he's the offense coordinator. I know exactly who it is. Let me it is um Zach Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor was with um oh my god, Zach Taylor, he's a young guy. He was he was with the LA Rams. Oh, he was under McVay. McVay, he was a quarterback's he was a quarterback's coach. Okay, well, 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 then he's getting the he's getting the guy that knows the quarterback, you know. So that's, uh, that 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 now that I know that that actually may help him a little bit. Help, it may help him adjust. Well, we 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 say that, but Sean McVay is the guy. Like I don't know how much. I mean, I think he knows because they hired him. But we don't really know how much he know. He truly knows. And in the Super Bowl, we saw the quarterback really, truly underperforming. Jared Goff has underperformed. He underperformed the last year. So we shall see. I don't know. It made the relationship may work, but we shall see how good Zach Taylor truly is. Some people looked at that hire as kind of because mm, they they would rather have a defensive guy in in um in Cincinnati. But you're gonna kind of see Cincinnati is still a couple pieces away. I mean AJ Green. I think he's fully healthy now. He's signed the franchise tag. Um, but Joe Burrow, like you said, Joe Burrow at LSU, he played with. He had everybody was open. They went five wide the whole game. You know what I'm saying? From tight, from down. Yeah, I mean, look spread across. They had guys that were behind Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase that were guys. Like they just had dudes. So I think it's going to be interesting right. for him. I think Joe Burrow will be fine. I just. I just think he plays. I just love the way he carries himself in the game. He's he's cool. Like we never. I don't know if you guys ever, watch, but in any game, he was yeah, always yeah. he was always so Terrible. cool, calm, and collective. So I I think it'd be interesting. But the thing about his contract that's crazy is the guaranteed money, like thirty six million, and no, all of it's guaranteed. And he signed a twenty three million dollar signing bonus on the day he signed. Right. So um. And his annual salary will be about nine million dollars. So he's getting twenty three of that up front. I think the way he structured his contract is going to change things for people um, going forward. Tomorrow. Yeah, hundred percent. Twenty. I don't know. I don't. I don't remember the last time I. That, I definitely didn't know that. Yeah, I definitely. Was I was looking at that. that. Um, I, it's going to change the way rookies, especially top five guys, sign contracts for now. He got twenty three million get on the spot. So. It's gonna definitely make things interesting going forward, but I think that was big for them to give him, give them that give him that much of a signing bonus up front because that doesn't happen with rookies. But that's my take on it. Mm-hmm. You got anything to uh, add on to that, PV? No, I think I think Joe Burrow he earned that. You know, he put up you know numbers we haven't seen in college before, coming off of a. Uh, a subpar year, his first his first year at LSU. He came back his second year, his senior season, and, and balled out. So I feel like that thirty six million is is well worth it. And then you know he's playing in his backyard. He's from Ohio. He's an Ohio kid. So I think the pressure is not going to be too um you know too much for him to handle. I think he's gonna he's gonna live up to the expectations and, and perform. I see the Bengals being a, around six six and ten, seven and nine, and then you know they they progressively 
get better from there. But I think Joe Burrow earned that money. Okay. Yeah. I I, I believe so as well. I just I really want him to do well. But like you said, right. the, the 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 guy's cool. Like that man that that man comes in with the confidence <laughs> already. Yeah, he played with that moxie. Yeah, like he he knows what he's about and he knows what he can and can't do. And he and he and he, and he shows that in his play style. Like he was he he's the kind of guy that's comfortable behind the pocket. I like him. And if he needs to, he can ski daddle. And I'm not saying he's Lamar. But he's more athletic than people give him credit yeah, for. He can yeah. he can run that ball if he needs to. He can you know he can hit you with a little two step, you know, you know, little little, little razzle dazzle, nothing too crazy, you know, but it's enough to extend the play. And that's what you look for in young guys now. See if they can extend the play. And him, like you said, he he he's pretty athletic, but not like many other quarterbacks. But his athleticism can't separate him from others. And right. I, I feel like he'll he'll be one of those guys that can. If 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 things work out for him, he could he could he could set the tone for the coming years of guys wanting to be in Cincinnati playing for Joe Burrow, because he just brings mm-hmm. off that aura of, yeah, we're gonna get it done, and I don't care what you got to say about it, you know, I like it. You know, it's 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 I, I'm I'm the main guy to attest to this. I can't stand arrogance. I can't stand it, but but I respect confidence. And Joe Burrow right. Joe Burrow is on the is. He's on the cusp with arrogance. He's on the cusp, but the boy, the boy's confident. Like I, I like how he the, the confidence in his voice when he talks. He's just laid mm-hmm. back. You know, I feel like he'll be. I feel like he's also a great leader. People didn't talk about that enough. At LSU, he came from Ohio State with Chase Young. You know, he was probably right. going to be the starter. Then JT Barrett was. You know, I, I feel like JT Barrett was just more athletic than Joe, and I think that's what also sent it over the edge. But mm-hmm. Joe Burrow. Having still having that confidence to go from Ohio State to go down to LSU and then lead the team to a national championship says a lot. It's a, that says a, a lot, lot going into the uh, going into a, your rookie year in the NFL. Running college and NFL are two different things, but still the pressure and you know like what you had to deal with. I like that. I like that about Joe. So he just yeah. it's funny because he's what Johnny Manziel wants to be. He doesn't talk like. Like you said, Joe Burrow doesn't talk a lot, but you just know, like, he just has swag. And we all know quarterbacks like that, that that really that really try, try, try to be a diva at quarterback, but they just don't – they think that they're better than what they are. So Joe Burrow doesn't say, like, he comes in, but he just, like you said, he's cool, calm, and – he never – I mean, he took sacks, but he was always – his feet and his awareness in the pocket is – he's very mature. And it's just mm-hmm. I think Ohio State was a bad fit for him because think about that. Think about that. They had Tate Martell and then they had Justin Fields. Dwayne Haskins. Right. And yep. Dwayne Haskins was the only quarterback that truly they didn't run the read option with. They ran it with them, but not as much right. as JT Bear and he said such. So think about like Justin Fields. Yeah. So right. Justin Fields, that was perfect for him because he could do he could run the read option and Joe Burrow's more drop back, which Dwayne Haskins is. I think Ohio State could have made that work, but I think Joe Burrow just kind of realized his time was up. And Joe Brady was perfect for Joe Burrow um, in, in right. LSU. And Ed Ogeron just let him play. So, but I think I think it, it'll be interesting to see kind of how that how that offense looks and kind of how fast he can read the game. Because like you said, I think he needs a year. Like, we take another rook, take another a second-year guy, Dwayne Haskins. I'm interested to see how he's going to do um, because a lot of people are hard on him, but I told him I was like, he 
it was his first year. He didn't have a lot of weapons. The game, the game comes fast. So you got to give guys at least a year to kind of see in that second year, kind of see what leap leap he'll take. But I'm very interested to see kind of where Joe Burrow, where he, how he does, and things like that. And I, uh, real quick, I mentioned JT Barry. I did not mean to say JT. I meant to say Dwayne. <laughs> you know, you guys just threatened me on now. I was, I was just sitting there thinking like, I don't know if this is the boy name or not. I probably said this here wrong. <laughs> Loud and wrong the whole time. Yeah, JT, JT was the quarterback before Dwayne Haskins. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, look at me. Yeah, man. So, yeah, move on. Let's move on. We had uh, Jamal Adams. I've been, I've been waiting to see what's been happening with this situation. I mean, I've been waiting for something good, and he got it. He got it. He is going to Seattle for two first-round picks. You know, I don't know how many years left he has on the contract he had with New York, but uh, this just took Seattle to another level on that defensive side, having Jamal Adams. And hopefully they can add Jadavion Clowney to that team because uh, I like it. Russell Russell always has that offense working, you know, like a, like a well-oiled machine. You know, Russell mm-hmm. Russell is a is one of the if if one of the if not the most consistent quarterback in the league, you know, since he's been in the league. Russell Wilson, you know what you're gonna get out of Russell, and then sometimes he exceeds that expectation. And at times right. he does that at the at the perfect at the perfect at the perfect moments. You know, playoffs. You never know what you're gonna get out of him, but it's always gonna be good. You just hope that the defense and offensive line shows up. His but his play will always be solid. And uh, him having Chris Carson, and he and Chris Carson had a great year last year. Um, they can shore up that offensive side a little bit more. DK Metcalf, want to see what see 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 what I want to see him take that next step. And um, who's the other guy that got that receiver? Um, Tyler Lockett. Yeah, Lockett, Lockett, Lockett's improved a lot. I still want to see him take the next step as well. Um, who is their tight end? I'm I'm not too sure. Not too sure their tight end is. Not even sure. They have but, a um. His, he has a long last name. It's funny. I had him in fantasy last year. He's he produced. He's good for that system. Um, he produced, but he has like a long. He's a weird. He has a weird long last name. I think he was cut by. I want to say the Eagles cut him, Malcolm. I could I could be wrong. Somebody cut him in the Seahawks. Beat him up, but he was a good, um, a good little pickup for the Seahawks. Okay. Well, yeah. I say all that to say, um. Look out for the Seahawks if the if the, if the season does happen. Let's look out for the Seahawks because I feel like they can if if they get to Dave Young Clowney, they can really set the tone for that team because they because I feel like they needed those playmakers on the other side of the ball. They've had great role players since uh, Sherman left and guys that started to fill the role, you know. But Russell has kept that defense and offense in the game every game. You know, mm-hmm. he what with, with with extending the plays. If the defense has a short uh, a short break, and then they got to go right back out there. Russell Russell tries to extend the play, and he keeps up and keeps the offense out there on the field as long as possible. And he's and he's helped some of those guys on that defensive end. And having those other playmakers to to man, it's 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 something. So I want to see I want to see it get back to the uh, leads and the boom, but I doubt it'll be like that. Because uh, you, you need some other corners of of of, of, the, of the Jamal Adams caliber to produce that again, but 
getting Kalani will set will, will will definitely be the starting point. Well, actually, not like that'll be the uh, the next step because getting Jamal Adams was a starting point. So, right. they, and they honestly kind of got him for cheap when he came uh, for the two first rounders. You can get so many better players in the late rounds, and in the past years have shown that. You know, a lot of the best players have came in third, sometimes second, third, fourth rounds. You know, mm-hmm. you, you have a lot of sleepers. So, and again with Pete Carroll. The way he runs that team, it's just like Belichick, you know. That's the system, you know. But guys are guys are to an extent are interchangeable. But excuse me, of course, Pete Carroll is not the same coach as Belichick. But Pete Carroll knows how to work offense and work a team and put pieces together, you know. So I'm excited to see what the Seahawks got going on. Yeah, I agree, man. Like. Like you said, Mel, they done lost in the past several years. They done lost the Legion of Boom, Richard Sermon, Cam Chancellor, you know, Earl Thomas. So last year they ain't have none of those names on the defense, and they were still, you know, one of the top defenses in the league. So this can only make the Seahawks that much better with, you know, Jamal Adams playing over the top. So like you said, Russell Wilson pr- produces year in and year out with not the best weapons around him. And then, you know, he didn't have the best – he had a good defense around him, but he didn't have a great defense around him like he has in the past. So, I feel like this year they can take that step back to being a contender and really making some noise in the NFC because, um, you know, San Francisco has been running that division the past couple of years. I feel like the, the Seahawks can take it right back from underneath them. Um, I, I agree with everything you guys said. Now, this is my point about this. Um. They gave up two firsts and a third. I don't they now they have to see was it worth it? Is Jamal Adams gonna right. come in and be um a Tyron Matthew for me? Because that's what I need. If I give up two first round picks, that's a lot, guys. Think about it. Two first round picks um for you. I think the Seahawks, it's gonna be interesting to see because even in the draft, the their first draft pick was inside linebacker, the kid from uh Texas A&M. I mean Texas Tech is pretty good. They drafted uh the kid out of Richmond. From Tennessee, the DN, um, Darrell Taylor. And then they mm-hmm. drafted the tight end from Stanford, which was a big pick. That tight end is going to be pretty good. He's going to fit in well with them. Um, and then I think that um, I run, they also drafted another running back, the Justin McKinney from Miami, my man DJ Dallas. They also signed, I didn't realize they signed Philip Dorsett, which will be interesting to see because they like the they like the smaller guys that will that will go down the field. They do a lot of play action. Like long, deep posts, RPO. deep corners, mm-hmm. things like that. So Russell is always taking five step to seven step drops. So it should, it should be interesting. Um, they got Quandre Diggs at safety, which I didn't know till I did my research. So I think him and you're right. Him and him playing strong while Jamal plays it free, like PB said. I think it'll be interesting to see on the corner. They're pretty solid with uh, Shaquille, with Griffin, and uh, I forget the other corner, but they're pretty solid there. I mean, the Griffin just, boys, both of them. Out there. Well, the, the other Griffin brother plays a linebacker, so they're pretty. They're going to be pretty right. solid if they can get Clowney to come back. Um, it's going to be interesting because right now I don't know. It's taking forever. Um, I think Clowney's deserving of some money. If Joey Bosa's getting one fifty three, Clowney's got to get. And something. that's undeserving. That's I'm sorry. I'd rather pay Nick before I pay Joey. And Nick been and Nick just got in the league. Like, like um, Nick I mean, is the problem. You're right, Joey. Not so much. Joey, Joey put right. Joey produces though. He, but 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 to get the but but to get that clowny money, ah, I don't know. I don't know about clown. I don't know about that clowny money because again, me, I'm the guy. You have to be on the field for me. 
you you can produce when you on the field, but you you need to be on the field on a consistent basis for me. I can't pay you one thirty five, and you miss what six, <laughs> sixteen game season. You missing nine ten games of them. You know you play you play the first first two games, then you're out the the majority of the season. You come back and try and make a playoff push. I can't pay guys like that. You know, so Clowney he's had his injury problem, but he he had a good year last year. You know, and he and he put up better numbers than Joey, if I, if uh, if I'm not mistaken. It was it was a better it was a better fit for him too. Like getting out of Houston, um, you know, JJ Watt takes up a lot of the production down there in Houston. So with him being the primary pass rusher in, in Seattle, that I feel like that helped him with his stats too, getting in a better situation. And as well, having Bobby Wagner, a better linebacker. You know, because you need better mm-hmm. ears out there too. Nobody on the nobody on the Texans uh, has a better uh, is a better linebacker than Bobby Wagner. God, I forgot. Right. You know, I forgot about Bobby Wagner. Yeah. Bobby's been, still out there. Bobby's like, still out there. Controlling like we said, the they're, they're going to be pretty solid. I mean, they went they went into Green Bay. They went into Philly. They won. They went into Green Bay and they won. So I feel like I feel like it's they're just the Seahawks and the Sea. I don't feel like they ever need anything crazy. I just. It's just that deep. I feel like they just need that safety again, that safety presence. Because you got, like you said, you got Bobby Wagner. I forgot about him. And you got you got Clowney. They just drafted the edge rusher. So I think they'll be fine. I think that they need a, they need a Jamal Adams. I think it was perfect. And I think that Pete Carroll in the front office was fine with giving up two first-round picks. Because the Seahawks, I just remember, Seahawks don't really draft in the first round. They're kind of like New England in that sense. They get guys later on. Um, Throughout the draft, yeah. so it's it's gonna be interesting to kind of see how it goes. Now, with Jamal Adams being gone from the Seahawks, what does that mean for the Jets? Because they already in turmoil, and the and the coaches uh, was was saying that he, um, I I can tell from what Jamal was saying that he didn't like the trust that wasn't there between him and the GM and Adam Gase, and Adam Gase was that guy anyway that was just kind of gonna get under your skin it was gonna be his way or no way so Adams that that wasn't gonna work with him I want to see how they respond because losing Jamal Adams means a lot to that defense seeing that he was that guy and you also uh who did didn't they where did where did Minka Fitzpatrick come from the Dolphins my fault or, or, or was it the, uh yeah he went to the Steelers though okay yeah and like uh, I was thinking, I, I say that because I thought Minka came from the Jets. So disregard that. But you got uh, they they just keep losing guys, you know. Um, cause I cause I thought when he came when he came into the league, uh, my guy D Milner from Bama, I thought he was gonna be still still vibrant in the league doing something, and he fell off completely. So you 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 guys keep losing in this secondary uh secondary area, and you lose another guy. And you need mm-hmm. you you need to fill that you need to fill that void immediately because you already lackluster on offense. Le'Veon can only do so much. Don't ever tell me that you're gonna put your faith in Sam Darnold. I mean, the boy can play, but let's be honest, he's not gonna take you to the promised land, you know. And you 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 don't really have any consistency out of your receivers. So your defense has to be at least somewhat somewhat competitive. And right now, right now, I feel like that's a team that. Has no focus, has no real leadership, and I feel like they'll tank once again. You know, so mm-hmm. losing a losing star like Jamal Adams is 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 pretty key. Think you know? think about this though, too, guys. Their 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 owner just got accused of 
racist and sexual like it's literally this makes me think like every all these dudes at the at the top are like sickos so but let's not get off topic but i'm just saying the jets from the top down are just in torment jamal adams he he had to get out like Le'Veon bell is the same Le'Veon bell needs to get out that that ship is sinking really fast and Clowney made a, a comment said he was thinking about going to new york for what sam darnold got mono like Everything just about the New York Jets is just wrong. It's just wrong. Like New, I feel like New York for for sports wise, outside of the Brooklyn Nets, I would not want to go to New York. I would not want to mm-hmm. go to New York. Something about New York is just it's bad. It's just bad for business. The Dolphins were like that. Um, like Florida teams were like that, but now the Dolphins with Brian, they hired Brian Flores. But something about just New York, I just that's just a bad like Le'Veon. I don't know. How long maybe I want to stay, but it's, it's too much to do in New York too. Like you, you find yourself getting caught up, nightclubs, partying every night. It's too much to do, so people get distracted. You can't come to New York and not be focused because you're not gonna succeed. Right. That's what happened. That's what happened with a lot of people. So like you said, I'm with you, B. Hughes. You can't do it. Yeah. It's the life of the. Uh, well, y'all just heard from Mister Five Eight Five himself, so he knows firsthand. <laughs> You know, so let's move on while we uh talking about franchises that are trash and don't know how to treat players. Let's, let's move to the Packers, man. My man A-Rod, dog. They doing my man's dirty. He uh reports say that uh he may be leaving the Packers, you know. They feel like the Packers may be moving on from him. And uh he says you can see the facts. And that's all I really have to say. You can see the facts that they're about to move on without my mans and it's disrespectful because he's giving y'all his all and y'all haven't given him toilet paper to wipe his cheeks dog like it's it's horrible like how they treated Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers granted he you, you gave him Devontae Adams that's nice you haven't given him a single running back outside of Aaron Jones that can really produce offensive line is always questionable defense god awful you know Ha ha Clinton Dix, you let him go. You know, he was only somewhat consistent guy on that defense. Um you just you 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 have guys that are that are great talents, but then they just always crumble. Like uh Clay Matthews, he on the defensive end, just talking about the Packers in general right now. The team the team just they lose they lose the competitive edge, I feel. Because Clay Matthews, when he first got into the league, was an absolute animal. He had right. B.J. Raji. I'm just going down the line. B.J. Raji, they had big boy. Never stayed in shape. Couldn't, couldn't, couldn't. He he, he couldn't play a, a a full drive without having to come out. You know, he was he, he was always out of breath, always winded. And then you got mm-hmm. uh, Eddie Lacy. Never took care of himself. Granted, this is... This is personal issue thing that you have to do, but it's just I feel like that's how it is in Green Bay. A lot of guys just fall to the wayside. You know, High Clint Dix was starting to fall off until he picked it up. You know, got sent off to the uh, the Redskins, if I'm not mistaken, right? Is he at the Skins? I'm not even sure. No, High Clint Dix is now with the Cowboys. He's with the Skins. Was there for a year, then pan out. Now he's in Dallas. Uh, which is interesting as well too. He's in Dallas right now, so right. Dallas got right. Dallas got him for cheap. Dallas got him for really cheap because yeah. he spent last year. Matter of fact, last year he was with the, the Chicago Bears, 
And I remember that game verbatim when he came to, because that Chicago Bears defense was pretty good when they came to D.C. and it was like a big thing. Yeah, man. But the the, the whole Packers organization, it just, again, like I feel like the Jets, they lack real leadership, you know. Um, Mike McCarthy was a kind of a yes man to Aaron. You know, kind of did everything Aaron said. But you bring in um, what was his name? I can't even think of the coach's name. And they were um, they every, every, the reports were saying that they were going to bump heads, and I and they did. They did kind of bump heads in, uh, in the season. Like it was just a bunch of disagreements, you know. But it was respectable disagreements, but disagreements nevertheless. And you don't need that between your head coach and your quarterback. And the fact that they got rid of Jordy Nelson without even telling him. I feel like that was the, the the start, and it wasn't under um it wasn't under the new coach. I was under Mike McCarthy the year the the year before he left or he got fired. They had mm-hmm. got rid of Jordy Nelson, and that was kind of the, the 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 tip of the iceberg. Like, yeah, y'all are obviously undermining uh undermining my uh you guys are not showing the respect that you should because this is my guy. This is my number one receiver that I've always had. Now you just let him go and then you don't bring anybody in to replace him of that stature. But Jordy Nelson was a problem. He was a problem. Mm-hmm. Then he went to Oakland, had a subpar year. He was hurt for, for, for a nice little bit of time and then nothing, of course. So he ended up retiring, if I'm not mistaken. So you keep losing my – losing uh, keep letting go of my guys but not bringing anybody in but you want me to keep coming in year after year and pull off these miraculous things that I always do. And it's just not going to happen anymore. And I see since you guys drafted Jordan Love, is you guys are definitely thinking for the future, you know? So mm-hmm. you think I'm uh, – I feel like Aaron Aaron doesn't want to be mentoring this young guy when he still has a lot of time left. Aaron Rodgers still has a, a decent amount of time left in his career. You know, he, he's been hurt, but hasn't been too many major injuries where he's sitting out a gargantuan amount of games, you know. So, right. I want to see uh, – because Aaron Rodgers well, – and we'll get into this next. Um, Aaron Rodgers is a top-five quarterback in this league to me, and I don't want anybody to uh, tell me different. <laughs> I just don't. Go ahead, get into it. What's your top ten, bro? Well, <laughs> well hold, I, I'll let well, – yeah, I, yeah, I just yeah, want to yeah, say yeah. one thing because we'll go in top ten, not to defer. But – not only did they take Jordan Love, they took the man first round. Like, yeah, that's absolutely yeah, right. right. Like, receivers, you just took a quarterback straight out. The right, game. but forget the re- that's blat- that's blatantly. No matter what you look at, like yo, your time is up, bro. Like, not and no, there's no diss on Jordan Love, but the fact that you sit here in my face and you take this guy first, you you you're basically like you say you're telling me you're done. Like this relationship is over. That's like basically your girl telling you your relationship is going to be over either after this year or the year after. But I think Aaron Rodgers for what like you said the new head coach they end up maybe gelling a little bit in the end. But he doesn't have outside Devontae Adams and Devontae Adams was hurt. Devontae Adams is a top mm-hmm. ten guy, but he was hurt. But outside of that, it's like. Jimmy Graham is a shell of what he used right. to be. Right, and mm-hmm. I think Aaron Rodgers has gotten a lot of bad rap because I'm not going to get you wrong. I'm not – I wasn't always big on Aaron Rodgers. So, I I don't know. I mean, he still has a lot in the tank. I mean, the dude is just like, yo, like Aaron Rodgers is – he just can do it all. Like, he naturally has – he's like a – he's up there with like a Patrick Mahomes that can make every throw. 
you know, Patrick Mahomes different level. Mm-hmm. But and I just feel like when you take a guy first, that's just that's just a slap. That any quarterback, if I've been starting for all this time, that's just a slap in the face. So that's what I wanted to say about it. the fact that not that they took Jordan Love, the fact that they took him in the first round. That was that was it right there. That that was them saying nicely, Aaron Rodgers, this relationship is 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 over. Yeah. That's a fact. No. Hope and well, real quick, if Aaron does leave, granted we we we, we wouldn't know because there'll be some so many things that, that may happen. But where would where would y'all like to see him go? Because I personally don't know where I would like to see him go if he leaves Green Bay. I want him. I want to see him go into an established franchise. I don't want to see him go nowhere that's in a rebuild or anything like that. So I don't know some place that's that's already established. I could see him going to somewhere like like Pittsburgh with Ben Roethlisberger being at the tail end of his career. I could see him going in there and changing that franchise back around. They got a good defense already, good offense. Juju Smith Schuster and all of them. I feel like that could be a good fit for him. That that's an interesting one. PB's right about that. I would say, man, I would say, I would see maybe decent, maybe in in New England because it's cold weather. I don't know how long the camp situation is gonna last, but I would like to see him and Bill Belichick together. Two great minds. Um, another team, maybe be like, uh, you know, San Francisco because I don't think they're high on Jimmy G. San Francisco with the Aaron Rodgers, they win a Super Bowl. Right. Um, and that'd be kind of crazy. So I feel like those are two that, you know, I think he likes playing the cold weather. So I, I, I wouldn't, New England wouldn't be a bad fit. Um, Steelers are another one. I think the Steelers are, you know, I think they're, Ben Roethlisberger, I think he's just retired anyway, but I'm not going to go into that. But I just think he's on the tail end. So I think the Steelers are a good option. But I think San Francisco and New England, if New England does not, you know, I don't know how, I don't know if him and Bill Belichick would coincide because of Aaron Rodgers as the alpha. Um, so I, I think I think San Francisco would be a interesting place with Kyle Shanahan, that offensive mind. Aaron Rodgers being able to, to be a little bit more free because Kyle Shanahan is a younger coach. So I would say San San Fran would be my um be my guess. Would be it wouldn't be a bad spot for him. I like San Fran. I do. And I like New England. And um to I to I like the point you made about Aaron Rodgers and uh him, him maybe uh, how him and Belichick will have to coexist. I feel like Aaron Rodgers works off of respect, and if he can't respect you, he can't listen to what you got to say. And to an extent, I feel like that's why he liked Mike McCarthy enough because he respected him. You know, it's kind of like, all right, let me call the plays. You do the other stuff. Let me call these plays. You a little, you know, saying you you tripping, you know. But mm-hmm. I feel like Aaron Rodgers, if he respects you, he'll he'll. He'll uh, have he'll give you a little bit more leash, and with 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 the uh, Patriots, that system, the quarterback doesn't have the leash. So I feel like that'll it may work, it may not. You know, I'm I don't know, I don't know. That's a that's a that's a tough situation for me. But with uh for, with the Forty Nine ers, I feel like that's that's a great that's a great system for him, and also like young guy Cal Shanahan. Aaron can kind of boss him around a little bit. And but but he's respectable. But he can boss him around. While we sticking on the quarterback topic, let's, let's let's get into it. I got my guy Pat Mahomes at number one, and all my and and, and all, every list I got so far is in order. Yeah. Okay. You got Mahomes, 
Two, I got uh, A-Rod. Three, I got Brady. Four, I got Russ. Five, I got Drew. Six, I got Lamar. Seven, Watson. Eight, I got Carson. At number nine, I have Dak. And at the 10th spot, I have Matthew Stafford. Uh, and the reason why I have Aaron Rodgers over Brady, and I want to make this clear because I make this argument every single time. And, Brennan, you said this. Aaron Rodgers has the ability to make Patrick Mahomes plays. And at that age, he's still – and at, at the age he is now, he's still doing Patrick Mahomes things. He can still do that stuff. Anything that Tom Brady can do, Aaron Rodgers can do. I, and, 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 we, and it's funny, we just talked about that. I, I really wanted to see how Aaron Rodgers would fit in a Bill Belichick system, a guy that can just get, get it done. Any pass can be made, whether it's on the run or whether it's on the pass. The man gets it done, or whether it's with his feet, because Aaron Rodgers can scramble just enough to get that first down. Or just have to shake it a little bit. Not, not, not saying he's gonna be out there Tyreek killing it, but he's gonna go out there and give you a little side step and get out of bounds and get the first. He makes smart plays, and he's a guy that can take a chance. You know. Then with Lamar, I want to see him improve his passing. I know what he can do with his feet, and he has a he has a long bomb. I want him to make those passes, those 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 hard passes, those ones where you gotta thread the needle a little bit. You know, because he's going to have to improve on that because they're going to key in on his running now. He's a He is an unstoppable force, but I need him to key in on that passing. He needs to be a lot more accurate than, than he has been, you know. Um, then with Deshaun and Carson, uh, they they just need – they need they need guys. Carson has to stay healthy. Um, Deshaun Watson just needs extra guys. Seeing the fact that he just got rid of uh, his man, Diop, he, he may take a drop because he doesn't have that uh, that extra receiver. Um, PV, do y'all got Will Fuller the fifth, or is he is he still playing? Or, or yeah, he's he's still on the Texans. He um, you know, he's always on injured reserve, but he's still he's still with us. Okay, so you got you got Fuller. You know, that's that's a solid guy. It's not he, mm-hmm. it's, it's not DeAndre Hopkins though. So I, right, it's, it's kind of hard. They trying what Houston's trying to do. They're trying to put pieces together. You know, we we signed Randall Cobb. We got uh, Brandon Cooks. Yeah. Okay. We got Brandon Cooks. We got Will Fuller still, Kenny still. So we're trying to get uh, a core, like a true receiving core, and have different weapons around the field. But obviously, like you said, nobody is, is um, DeAndre Hopkins. That's why I wanted us to sign AB. I wanted to sign a, uh, Antonio Brown to try to fill that void of having a star number one go to receiver. But it didn't, they didn't do it. Now, with that whole AB situation, I don't know that'll work with the coach y'all got now. He over there talking talking shit about uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Imagine what right. imagine what he said about imagine what he said about Antonio Brown while he was out doing what he was doing. Well, who, one of the worst trades I've seen in a minute, bro. I was so I was so mad when they sat there and traded my boy Nuke. Didn't make no sense at all. Yeah, man. In his prime, big big time prime. Literally, literally the the year of his prime. Mm-hmm. You know, and then. I think everybody else is kind of self-explanatory. Like I said, Carson has to get healthier. Dak, show up. You know, this is your year to show to show everybody something. Show Jerry something because he obviously don't really trust you like that. Because they took. Because I feel like that whole them they they agreed to it, but they just passed the time. They just threw a number out there, and and they knew that they were past the time. They weren't gonna sign him to that. 
That was just a that was just a play to keep everybody off their back to say that they won't support the black man. They, they won't go sign Dak, though. They didn't want to sign him for that much money. They want to just keep him on the franchise tag and just keep and just you know just 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 keep him attached so that he doesn't go anywhere else because they don't they don't have they, they don't have a, a good backup. You know, right. so yeah. And then Stafford, Stafford just chucks the ball up, and he has good numbers, man. That's that, that's that's how I feel about Stafford. The man, the man throws the ball sixty times a game. I'm not surprised you lead so many uh, lead lead league in yards and all this other stuff. You know, I'm not I'm not surprised you up there. You know, you just throw the ball all day. But that's my that's my that's my quarterback list, and uh, we will follow up with running back and receivers next after PV and Brennan give their uh give their list. So y'all go ahead and take away, fellas. Okay, so I got mine in order too. Um, I'm with you, Melt, with Pat Mahomes at number one. I was surprised to see on the NFL top 100 that they had him at number four. And then Lamar Jackson after, at number one. That's crazy. Right. I was super surprised by that. He just won the Super Bowl, ran through everybody in the playoffs. So I was surprised by that. But he's my number one. Uh, I got Lamar Jackson at number two. Then I got Russell Wilson at number three. Aaron Rodgers, four. Drew Brees, number five. Tom Brady, number six, Deshaun Watson, seven, Dak Prescott, eight, Matthew Stafford, nine, and then Carson Wett, ten. I got Carson so low because of the injury bug. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason why I got him so low. He can't stay healthy. Nice. You know, it was – and I almost I almost stopped rocking with Carson because when Nick Foles went on his little Super Bowl run, <laughs> it made me think, well, was it, is, it really, is it really Carson Wentz that's good or is it the system? Because Nick Foles went in there – and put up numbers. They beat the Patriots. So it made me think like maybe Carson Wentz not as good as we thinking he is. But um my list was pretty much the same as yours. I changed a couple of numbers around. Um Deshaun Watson, obviously my favorite player, but I got him I got him pretty low just out of respect for the things that the guys ahead of him have already accomplished. They've all won at the highest level, Super Bowls, MVPs. So even though Deshaun my favorite player, I got him at number six. But other than that, our our list pretty much the uh pretty much the same oh uh, uh, real quick be before you get started i've made my list strictly off of what i see and what i know okay. they can do i'm not going off of numbers because i didn't really because mm-hmm. numbers were kind of gaudy because Jameis winston led the league in passing yards and and he, yeah. he was up there in touchdowns so if that was the case if we were going to do numbers james would be on my list as i had somewhere on my list he'd be up there i'm sorry like, he had 30 <laughs> now i factored i factored in numbers and talent that's what i tried to do mine based off of like accomplishments well, past well, and present and then just your, your, your overall talent too yeah i mean like accomplishments yeah but it's yeah, man. Like from what I saw, it's kind of it's kind of gaudy numbers for real, for real. To be honest, so I didn't really want to mm-hmm. include that in mind. I was just gonna go off of not not, not so much bias in a way. It kind of I mean, any list you make is biased because it's how you feel. But right, you know, I try to make it as unbiased as possible and just strictly uh, strictly stick to what 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 you've done, like you said, accomplishments in the past and present. And with Lamar. This, his first year was great with the running. He was breaking defenses down again. This year he did it again. I now want right. to see you do it with your arm, not just your not just your legs, because people want to compare him to Vic. Vic was throwing that rock. Vic was slinging that sidearm. I, I, I don't want to hear that. That that passing game is completely different. Lamar got the running game on lock because he's juking right. you and he has the speed to break away. But Vic could throw that ball, so that's why I got Lamar at at that low. But 
I know the potential he can be to be at your number two spot. And so I can't respect mm-hmm. that. It's just he needs to improve on some things because if you want to compare passing to Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson, it's, it's light years away. So right. real quick, you know what I'm saying? I just wanted to throw that in there, B, you know what I'm saying? So you go ahead real quick. I mean, to cut you off of that. No, you didn't come in. I made my list off of right, like, right now. Like, if we're talking right now, pass. For me, because I'm a Tom Brady guy, so for me, if I did pass, I'd put Tom Brady at one. But right now, Tom Brady can't be at one because we're just talking clearly right now. You guys both had good lists. I mean, it's it's pretty clear cut kind of how my – I think the end of my top ten is a little bit different than y'all's. So, at one, of course, everybody knows, like, Patrick Mahomes, he just won a Super Bowl. You know, he's at, he's at one for me. Two and three were tough. I have Russell and I have Lamar. I have Lamar in the top three. And you can look at me like I'm crazy. He just won an MVP. So, at, now, yeah. don't get me wrong. He didn't – that that playoff game was tough. They got to get him some more weapons. But, to me, he's he's doing things – he's playing the video. Like, that's why he's compared to me to Mike Vick, um, only because of the video game things he does. Like, I'll watch a game, and I hate the Ravens. But I'm like, man, like, dog. This dude is is crazy. Now he 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 was untouchable until touchable in the playoff game. You know, guys that make plays. I think he I think the Ravens were out coached in a sense too. But I think he's got to take the next step. In order for him to take the next step, they got to get him a, a, a big play receiver. Willie Sneed is decent, but he's not he's not a go getter. They got to get a a big play guy. That's why I thought they were gonna get A B and just C. Um, so that's mm-hmm. that's my top three. I'll put Russell above him. Um, number four for me will be A Rod. Uh, I hate putting him above Tom Brady, but right now he'll be above Tom Brady in my eyes just because Tom Brady's getting a little older. Um, I got to see my guy Tom. I, I'm excited for Tampa Bay, but I'm going to put A-Rod above Tom. So that's that was four, right? Number five for me would be mm-hmm. – yep. number five, I'm, I'm going to throw Deshaun Watson in there. And I, I'll tell you guys the reason why he's in my top five right now, him and Tom Brady, five and six. Because of the stuff he's dealing with, his coaching, his coaching staff is abysmal. Um, Bill O'Brien's awful. Like PV said, when that trade went oh, out, I was like, "What are you doing?" You basically yeah, traded yeah. for a running back, which you can get, and David Johnson is coming off hurt. So I think it'd be interesting to see. Like PV said, I think the Texans receiving court is a little interesting now. They got they got a bunch of pieces. Will Fuller. They got. I think Randall Cobb's big. Um, Brandon Randall Cooks. Cobb is really the biggest one. Yeah, like, I, um, I, I definitely. Uh, that slipped past my radar. Yeah. Um, I think Brandon Cooks would be good. I think he just needs to play again. That money kind of messed him up. I don't know why the Rams paid him that money, but paying that money. So then I, I got six. I got Tom. Um, seven, Drew. Um, eight is Carson Wentz. Nine is Dak. And then ten, I put Kirk Cousins up there. Matthew Stafford and Kirk Cousins are – Now, I, the reason – interchangeable to me. The reason why I put him up there because Kirk Cousins now – Drew Brees, to me – He's a little overrated to me. He's he underperforms in the playoffs. Kirk Cousins went into New Orleans and he beat him. Taysom Taysom Hill was the best quarterback in that game, and that's and people you argue me you want. Kirk Cousins went into New Orleans and he beat Drew Brees at home. Regardless of whatever people, if Kyle Rudolph, it was a push off. Forget all that. Drew Brees, you came out there and you lost at home to Kirk Cousins. So that's the reason why Kirk Cousins is in my top ten. Um, we're gonna kind of see what Kirk Cousins does without Stephon Diggs. Um, it's gonna be interesting. Thielen, I, I, I'm kind of interested to see, but I think Kirk Cousins is a, better than Matthew Stafford in my opinion. Um, Matthew Stafford. Yeah. Now, don't get me. Matthew Stafford has weapons. He has Kenny Galladay and um, what's my, Marvin Jones Jr. Like he has two 
fucking dogs on the outside. Like, I also Matthew Stafford has been hurt too as well. But that's my top ten. I didn't mm-hmm. put, I didn't put um Matthew Stafford in there because I didn't think he would. Carson Wentz is an interesting one to me. Um, like you say, he just can't stay. Y'all talked about that on the first episode. He just can't stay healthy. Um, but he did a lot with the little this year. Let's be honest. Um, guys mm-hmm. couldn't catch the football. Um. You know, he, he really only had Zach Hurts. You had a Greg Ward. You had Greg Greg Ward out there making plays. Um, Nelson Aguilar, like I said, couldn't catch cold. Deshaun Watson gets hurt. Um, and my man's um, Alshon Jeffers gets hurt. So, I think Carson Wentz, he just got to try to stay healthy in the big moment, and then we can see. But that's kind of my top ten. Ours is pretty much the same. It's just my end. My end was a little different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the the Kirk Cousins and Drew Brees, I, I – I can get with you on that one because I was I was I was about to say a couple of things, but you said right now is what your list is based off of. Okay, think about Kirk it though. Kirk, Kirk did go in there and did some different things, and and I had to remember that Drew Brees did play a bad game. Bad, he did, bro. Did, did he throw like four interceptions in the three, three in the first I think, half? Or I think something? he threw three in the whole game, but dog, he looked bad. Like yo, that's what I'm talking. I'm like My yo, man's... he looked bad, bro. Like. But it is my man's Milton. You know what I'm saying, like you're know saying, my man's Milton. His peoples, they're they're from New Orleans. They got family in New Orleans, so they are. They were hot that game. They were mad, and he's always the one that'll hit you up. And then after he beating y'all up, you know, so he hit you up, see how you're doing. He didn't want to answer the phone that day. He was he he want to talk at all. So I I I'll give you that one. I can I can agree with that one. So you you right. Our our list are. All three of us probably probably similar. Now our running back list, I don't I don't know how y'all feel. Ours may be a little different. Let me I'll go. Um, let me let me go first on this one, and then I'll let you go. I won't even explain that. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna read off in order. Running backs is tough. That was the hardest one for me. Running backs and okay. receivers. It was hard. My top. I mean, my top five is pretty is gonna is pretty interesting. You're gonna see. I got one Christian McCaffrey. Uh, he's the best in the game right now. He's doing his thing. I I hate I didn't think he'd be this good, you know. But Christian McCaffrey, he's like a Joe Burrow. He doesn't really say much, but he just goes out there. He performs week in and week out. Um, in Carolina, number two to me is Saquon right now. Um, Saquon. People will argue with me. They'll put Zeke above, but I I just think Saquon to me is is number two right now. Um, he's he just got to take. I think he's got to take another step, but he does it all. He's a freak of nature. Um, I hope he doesn't end up like Earl Campbell. He reminded me a lot of Earl Campbell, which I didn't really watch him. But if he's gonna play a long time, he's gotta, he's gotta, you know, he can't be, he can't bruise his body up because he's not gonna last long. Um, number three for me is a rushing, rushing title leader last year, Derrick Henry. Um, Derrick Henry single handedly changed, he changed the Titan, he changed everything for the Titans last year. The reason why they beat the Patriots and the Patriots and the Ravens. Um, because of Derrick Henry. Ryan Tannehill didn't do anything. He just managed the game, but Derrick Henry was a guy that gets going. He's a beast. Uh, number four. Uh, number four for me is Ezekiel Elliott. I put him up there. Um, you know, I, I, Zeke, Zeke is good, but Zeke had a down year to me last year. Um, like I, y'all talked about on the first episode, once you get the money, it's interesting to see. He got the money. He came in. He looked really out of shape. So I got to see Zeke come in and I got to see him this year. He's got to prove me why he should be in the top three. Number five is Alvin Kamara for me. He's mm-hmm. he's not a three-down guy just because his body, like you say, you got to understand, to be a three-down guy, you got to – you get your body – you got to be built differently. It's hard. I think Mark Ingram, they were so perfectly complimented 
complimented, uh, comp, they complimented each other, my bad, perfectly. So I think when he left, Alvin Kamara's production went down because Alvin Kamara's not a run-between-the-tackles guy. He needs, he needs the ball on the edge and make people miss. So I'm interested to see kind of what he's going to do this year coming up, how the Saints use him. Um, number six is, is Le'Veon. Um, it was tough to put Le'Veon – I'm a big Le'Veon fan. It it was this this these last four slots are hard. Um, Le'Veon just got to get out of New York. I just think, but Le'Veon in his prime, and I know I went off of right now, so I'm, I'm it's bad because Dalvin Cook should be above him. But I'm putting Le'Veon there. I can't really justify because last year he didn't have a great year, but the Jets are so bad. It's hard to really judge him off last year. Next is Dalvin Cook. Um, Dalvin Cook had a great year last year. He could actually probably be. 5A, 5B to Alvin Kamara, to be honest with you. Um, Dalvin Cook came back from injury. He had a great year. So, Dalvin Cook, he's getting better. Um, Nick Chubb, I wanted, it was, I wanted to put Nick Chubb up there too, but it was just like, God, it's just like, God, it's just that that running back list is hard. I got Aaron Jones um, at number nine. He had a big year in Green Bay. Um, I think he, him and Aaron, Aaron Rodgers complement each other very well. Um, and I think he's learning in ten. I got Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette's got to do. So- he's got to. He's got to do something. I don't know what's going on with him. If it's him being in Jacksonville was bad. Where is he at now? Does anybody know that? Um, I think he's still, he's still in Jacksonville. He's still in Jacksonville. Yeah, he ain't leaving. Yeah. Okay, so I didn't know he got. But I, I just I don't know if it's him being in Jacksonville. If it's bad for him, but he's got to kind of produce more for me, and that's kind of rounds up my top ten right there. <clears throat> Mark, you want me to go? Yeah, yeah, you yeah, go? yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to tear this one off here. <laughs> okay. All right, so I got uh, Ezekiel Elliott number one, and here's mm-hmm. why. Whoa. He hasn't he hasn't played he hasn't played a full set of 16 games because he's suspended every single year. They suspend him every single year. So if he plays a full set of 16 games this year, his numbers is only going to go up. He's above 1,000 yards, 500 yards receiving every single year of his career. The numbers is there, and he's only playing 10 to 12 games every single year. The production is there compared to these dudes that's playing a full 16 games plus the playoffs, all of that. He's only he's playing four less games than these dudes, and he's still producing. Best blocking running back in the league as well. He, play, he plays everywhere. He does everything that you're supposed to do as a running back to complete back. You can play him on third down as well. I got uh, Saquon at number two. He's another version of Zeke to me. He's just shiftier and he's quicker. He does everything. He can pass out or not pass. He can catch the pass out the backfield. He can run. He's shifty and he can block as well. I got Christian McCaffrey number three. Um, like you said, I didn't think he was going to translate into an every down back. I thought they was going to use him kind of like how they used Reggie Bush back when he was with the Saints. That's how I saw Christian McCaffrey being when he was um getting drafted. Because at Stanford, he, you know, he was running all over people. But I didn't see him being this dynamic in the league. Um, number four, I got Alvin Kamara. Actually, no, nah, my bad. I got Derrick Henry. Then I got Alvin Kamara at number five. Derrick Henry, he ran through the whole playoff last year. He's a bulldozer, man. Once he gets in the open space, you're not doing nothing with him. Don't want to tackle him one-on-one. It's over for that. Um, Alvin, Alvin Kamara, he's number five. Then I got um, Dalvin Cook at six, um, Le'Veon Bell at seven. I got Aaron Jones at eight. Mm-hmm. Todd Gurley 
Todd Gurley at nine. I know he had a mm-hmm. I know he had a down year last year. Um he didn't make as much noise as we we're accustomed to him making. But um you know he, he was the MVP not too long ago. I think that was what two, three years ago. I still think he has a lot in the team. I think getting out of Los Angeles was good for him. Getting into Atlanta, that's gonna be a good fit for him. I think they're gonna utilize him the way that he needs to be utilized. Going back to Georgia, you know that's his roots. That's where he's from. He went to college there, so I feel like that's a good spot for him at number nine. And then I got um I got Josh Jacobs at number ten um from the Raiders. He's a young back, um a very rookie. explosive though. A rookie, huh? A rookie. Yeah, his boy's fast. Yeah. Very very explosive though. But that's my um that's my top ten. All right. <clears throat> Let me go and get this right here, man. So number one, I got Saquon Barkley, and that's just a fact. The man is what he is. You guys explained it. I don't need to really go into too much detail. Uh the man can catch a pass at the backfield and and do numbers, screen game crazy. And you got uh, number two. I got Christian McCaffrey. I, I I know you guys say that you didn't realize he could be a third down back coming out of Stanford, and then the first year of Carolina. I knew what he was about. I knew what he was about. He was he was entirely too different. He was different coming out of college. I was he wasn't the average average running back. Comes oh yeah, he's explosive. He can he can run. He can ski. You know, he 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 has all the juke moves. And Christian McCaffrey ran with power, and he had juke. Man came in the game firing all cylinders, so I knew what he was about when he got in here. Then I got number three, Derrick Henry. Um, I want him to, I'm not saying lose the weight, but I want him to be a little more elusive. He's 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 very stiff, you know. He has that I'm going straight, I'm gonna cut, you know, I'm I'm, I'm a juke cut you like he runs with the power of Adrian Peterson, but. He doesn't have the, the 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 agility, and I think that's what he's lacking for him to, for him to really take it take his game to the next level. Again, he's six three. There's only so much agility you could develop at this point. But I, if he would be just a little bit more, mm, he had a little mm, like a little extra, extra twitch. Yeah, Derrick Henry would really separate himself. But he has the speed at that size, which is which is crazy, which does separate him from everybody else. And again, he led the league in rushing last year. But uh, before Zeke, Zeke had an off year for me, and he's he's taking a step back every year he's been in the league. To me, you know, I feel like he needs to get back to um, first year Zeke, who was absolutely unstoppable. Had me mad to play the Cowboys every Sunday. I couldn't I I couldn't stand playing Zeke. Now it's kind of. We, you can control him, you know. I, I also I feel like 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 you said, Brennan. I feel like he took time off. I took I feel like he took his game off because he got paid. It's it's. I want to see I want to see what else you could do because people were talking about you could be the best running back ever. I I've heard people say that just because of your athletic ability and and like and like you said, PV, he can block. So I want to see him keep that up. I want I want him to stay consistent and the suspension. Uh, I'm not. I can't. I can't remember what these suspensions were for. But some of them were probably. What was it? The one of them, was it weed? And then was it? No, he's had PD some. Uh, he's had some accusations with women. He's had a whole bunch of different things. It's. It ain't been the same thing. Some of the stuff is is brought upon himself. He did it to himself. And then some other stuff has been out of his control. The first one. The first one was 
his ex girlfriend, that whole case. And, oh, then, um, right. and then the second one was where he pushed the security guard down at the at the uh, at the concert. So I mean, so I mean, I don't know. I mean, and then they and then they trying to suspend him again for what he did this year. Um, he was on live. Now nah, he wasn't on live. He was on the game. I'm faded. He said something about he was faded. Yeah, yeah I'm faded right now. And everybody know what you mean. You faded. But it, it, you stay off the weed. This man was smacked <laughs> out here, son. You know, and I ain't granted, you know, how we feel about weed is not going to be on this show. But, you know, but uh, let's let's move on from that. You know, but um, Zeke has to do better. Just simply, simply, pain, uh, simply put. Uh, then I got Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara is in my top five because he is. I feel like he's a third down guy, uh, 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 every down back. But every down doesn't need to be behind the quarterback. He doesn't need to be running the ball to be every down back for me. He can catch the ball at the backfield and be every down back. You know, he's he's just that uh, elusive. He can run between the tackles. We've seen that, and he can pretty much step on you. And we've seen that run over run over defensive linemen. Catch them slipping, linebackers, corners. He he and he's shaking them all too. And he has speed. He has those little them little legs go. You know he just uh-huh. running. You know so I like Kamara. You know um, he 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 also had a somewhat down year, but also uh, the team didn't really utilize him as much because they had Mark him and Mark Ingram. No 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 no. I'm sorry. I tell that bad. They didn't have Ingram. Uh, he wasn't uh, he wasn't a big focal point in the offense last year. You know Taysom Hill was really. Taking over the offense, he he was involved a lot, and uh, you know I want to see I just want to see Kamara get back to where he was. Nick Chubb showed a lot for me, so he's at my sixth spot. Um, don't really need to explain much on Chubb; he's kind of self-explanatory. You guys talked about it. Uh, I got Dalvin at number seven, and I know you guys had Le'Veon. I just don't have Le'Veon in my top ten. He's number eleven. I just need to see something from him. Because normally running backs that go through situations like Le'Veon, they hold out, and they go to a different team. They got to adjust to a different system. And to a team like the Jets, they suck. You know, and I he I don't want to. I he he just he he's not going to perform well. I knew he wasn't going to perform well in in New York. I just knew it. So I knew he wasn't going to be in my top ten. Like he just he he can catch the ball at the backfield, but they don't have the, the, the offensive scheme for that. They don't have the players for, for him to be as useful as he can be. Cause they, cause if they really utilize him, he wouldn't, he wouldn't last more than three, four years. Cause he'll be keyed on every game, you know? So I want to see the Jets team improving. Like I said, I don't know how long he's going to be staying with the Jets. I don't know if it was a trade or he got, or, or he signed there. I can't remember which, but I don't, I don't feel like he needs to stay in the, the Jets any longer. Um, number eight, Josh Jacobs. That boy came out the gate. He just came out the gate, man. That's all I got to say on that boy. That boy's five. You got Aaron Jones, like you said. I like the compliment of him and Aaron Rodgers. He's a he's a very strong runner. You know, very strong runner. And then tail it off, Chris Carson from the Seahawks. Mm. He had a great year. He had a great year last year. A very a, a very good year last year. You know, he's a he's not Demarshawn Lynch. But he's a running back that Russell Wilson needed for the past two, three years. You know, he needed he needed a guy like Chris Carson. And uh like Chris Carson has came to his own. He's improved every year he's been in the league and now he's a uh a household name at the running back spot now. 
you know. And uh, like I said, Le'Veon was number 11. Another guy that most people might have on their list be Joe Mixon. He's number 12 for me. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like these guys are literally – like the running back list was a little hard to make. I'm not even going to lie because you had guys that are really just – everybody kind of mimics each other. Everybody has the same game. No one kind of stands out unless you're built like Zeke and built like um, Saquon and you can do those things. And it's, it's kind of just – it's a little, it's a little harder to defer, uh, differentiate the players, uh, running backs from each other. So that's my running back list. That is mine. It's a good list, like you said. I think all our, I mean, for the most part, all our lists are kind of the same. Um, it's just that bottom, that bottom, um, that bottom five is kind of interesting and. You know, I, I think Josh – I forgot about Josh Jacobs. I'm not going to lie to you. I forgot about him. So, when PB mentioned I said, dang, I forgot. He hit the ground running. Oakland was good for him. So, mm-hmm. we're going to see what year two – what kind of happens um, with year in year two with him. But the list – I mean, the lists are pretty much the same. This, I'm telling y'all what, though. This wide receiver one – I'm looking at my list right now. I'm like – Oh, yeah, this one ain't going to be – we're not going to have the I, same list. I'm, for this I'm looking at my list. Like, the, I, and I'm looking at, like – can. It, one guy go here, can one guy go here? So I'm still, I'm interested to see kind of what y'all, what y'all have down in, in y'all top three receivers. Because I made my list and I was like, and I'm now I'm looking, I'm like, hold on. Well, so it, it, this is gonna be interesting to see um, kind of where y'all, where y'all have guys at. So I'm interested. I'm very interested to see. That's what I want to know. Who want to go first? <laughs> That's what I got. Who gonna pop? This I guess I I I go first for this one. Okay. Okay. So I got um, I got DeAndre Hopkins at number one, mm-hmm. Michael Thomas at number two, Julio at number three, Mike Evans at number four. Then I got uh, Odell Beckham at number five, Tyreek Hill. Oh no, my bad. Keenan Allen at number six, Tyreek Hill at number seven, mm-hmm. Devontae Adams at number eight. Ooh, we are definitely off. Chris, Chris Godwin at number nine, and AJ Green at ten. So yeah, yeah, Brendan. <laughs> no, no, his list. No, I, I, I actually his list it's is not, not bad. bad. Our list actually it's not isn't bad. It's just ours is different. Yeah, but it's not. I got I got y'all boy off y'all boy. Um, Amari Cooper ain't make ain't make the list for me. Kenny Galladay almost made it for me. He was right there. You know, there's so many dudes that could be in the top ten. Receivers is tough, man. Yeah. Jarvis Landry could be up there easily. Could, could be. It's, could it's be. hard. It's could hard. Be. Could be. He has to show a little something extra too. Go ahead, do a little I, I want to hear Mouse list because Mouse has some oozy. He has some oozy eyes in there when TV was going south. I mean, right, right. Where he, where, where he got guys at? The first one I got is Mr. Soft Voice, Michael Thomas. All right, that got him. I won. Yes, okay. number one. Number two is D Hop. Number three is Julio. Uh, I think I think our threes are kind of going to be the same. I, the only thing about right. Julio I don't like he don't get the end zone. And for you to be that tall and that athletic, you don't need to score the come out. Mount, do not blame him. No hell no, that's Matt I'm Ryan. not blaming. That is I'm not, I'm not that's blaming. Dan I'm, Quinn. Just saying, I'm just saying okay. you need to you need to express that to Matt Ryan pretty... and express that to the coach. Okay. In my opinion, that will separate your game if you can score. You can't score. Granted, you can outrun everybody. Outrun them to the end zone. He can score though. They don't be. They don't be throwing him the ball, bro. Granted, but they don't be throwing the man. Demands the ball. They don't be throwing. Beckham demands. 
He probably do, but Julio Julio tries not to be like a diva like that. But I'm telling you, they don't throw that. That's not a diva. They don't throw him the ball. I get upset watching them. I get upset watching the Falcons play, bro, because it's so simple, bro. And they make it they make it hard sometimes. Just throw the man the ball in the end zone. And and for me, as Julio, as the number one player on that team, you're not you're 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 above Matt Ryan. You need to open your mouth. And say that you need the ball in the end zone because that will separate them. If you start getting targets in the end zone, they'll stop selling for field goals. Like he has to be a, a, a jump ball target. Can't nobody jump with him. Nobody jump, ain't, ain't nobody jumping with Julio Jones. Ain't nobody doing that. You know, so it's just when you get in the end zone and 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 they get in the red zone pretty uh, uh, a a decent amount of times, he needs to show up for me. Like that'll like that. There is like all right, you can go up and get the ball. You want it. We we know you want it. When you, when it comes to getting the yards, but when you when you when you're not scoring, dude, you're not scoring for me. So I just that's the only knock I have on Julio. Outside of that, the man got hands, speed, everything. He just doesn't score, you know. But move on from that. Uh, who I say number four? I got Devontae Adams, man. Ooh. Number five. Number five. I you said huh? Now go ahead. Number five. I got Tyreek Hill. <sighs> Okay. Number six, I have Mike Evans. Number seven, I have Odell because I just, I just, right, I, I know his talent is top five worthy. He's just in a bad position right now, and his numbers just aren't doing it. So right now, he is just the number seven guy to me. But his potential of, 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 of but his caliber of player is top five, and that's, and that's without being said. But this past year was just a down year. Granted, he has. Baker Mayfield at quarterback, so that is at fault, but it's not his. It's just the factor that's playing into it. You know, just like just like Julio Jones, it's not his fault they're not throwing him the ball. It's just the factor that they're not throwing it to him in the end zone. You know, so number eight, I got Amari Cooper. I don't like him because he is in in that uh, pitiful blue and gray. But the man is the the when when he's there and and, and he's this low. I see some people have him higher. But when he he's this low for me because I like what Rex Ryan said about him in big games with 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 real receive uh, with real cornerbacks he doesn't really do much you know you know Mark Cooper has to show a little bit more for me in those in those big game situations granted he'll go crazy on my corners Eagles corners suck he'll he'll have a field day like he back in middle school but when he's going against guys like uh, Ramsey. And uh, like the, the 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 formidable names at corner, it's a bit of a you know what I'm saying license and registration. You about to get locked up. Like he, he ain't doing much. You know what I'm saying? So at number nine, I got Keenan Allen, and I like the tweet he had made. It was funny because it's like you need to calm down, Keenan. You're fired. You really you 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 you're a great receiver. Well, there's you you've been hurt a little bit. You can't stay healthy. You've been top, Grant. I'll give you this much: you've been the only guy in San Diego for a little minute. You know, you know, you 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 held your own for those years. You need you need a little something extra, Keenan. You know, you need some extra speed. You got hands, but you don't got no breakaway. Then the ten is Godwin for the Bucks, and then mm-hmm. I actually I had an honorable mention here, man, because I I it, this guy here was a biased pick for me. Okay, Larry Fitz. All right, I'm I'm getting. I knew you were gonna say that because because you know how I feel about Larry Fitz, man. Yeah. Like, bro, Larry Fitz is a problem. <laughs> he's had 
Like this dude don't it, it it doesn't make any sense, man. He's had he's had more years in the in the league than he has drops. Like I don't like 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 do people understand how fire that is as a receiver at that age to still be producing like that? He's like number yeah. two or three in all time receptions, or he's uh in or or yards or something like that. Larry Fitz is, but he's up there in the record books, and he is a first ballot Hall of Famer, and I. I just wish he was on a competing team and he had moments because the Cardinals blew it for him. This man, Larry Fitz, is a problem. To this to, mm. to this day, man, Larry Fitz is a problem. So They're going to be a tough cover next year, though, with D-Hop and then him on the other side. They're going to be tough. But it sucks that he just got D-Hop this late. He had Anquan right. Bolden, but then it was just wasn't enough because the Steelers were just doing what they were doing at that point. And then other mm. teams in the NFC started to incre- uh, improve and – they started to say that. That's when the Seahawks came to the scene, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, I got uh, A.J. Green, his honorable mention as well with Larry Fitz. A.J. Green just has to stay healthy. He's he's just hurt too much. But when he's healthy, again, he's a he's a top five caliber player. Like, that would make it so much harder for me if he was healthy. A.J. Green is a guy. He's one of those guys. And like like uh, like Ivory say, he, he's ball game, you know, when he's healthy. <laughs> you know, so I want to – Want to see those two guys get a little bit of, of a little bit of respect from me? So uh, that's my list. Okay. And, and then real quick, the reason why, and and, and uh, I I heard you and PV say something about this. Tyreek Hill footwork comes a long way. Chad Johnson has some of the best feet in the game, if not the best footwork in the game. Tyreek Hill has speed. Uh, speed. Speed and yeah, feet. Look at that little mega run. Ain't that what they say in long shots? Tyreek Hill is a problem. You can't stick with him. You can't. He's short, but you can't you, you can't check him. He's un he, he's unguardable. He's really just unguardable. He just it's 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 just again things that, that are out of his control that prevent me from putting higher than five. Cause he, he 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 can't do jump balls like that. Although he can jump, he's not a jump ball guy like the rest of the guys above him. They have the height to do so. He just doesn't have the height. But slant routes, goals, posts, just extra. You know, like, I think we all gonna have him in the same spot. I had him at six. I really okay. was. I was mad when you had said De- Devonte Adams at number four. That's what caught okay. me off guard. Okay, well yeah, Devonte Adams. He's he's consistent. You know, he 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 got hurt last year, but before that, he's consistent. He puts, he, up, he puts up numbers for Aaron Rodgers. He's the he's the guy that holds it down for Aaron. You know, I like I I like Devontae Adams, and I feel like he can fit in any. Granted, these guys can go in any system, but I feel like Devontae Adams can gel the smoothest. You want to talk about a route runner, Devontae Adams? Oh my God, bro! I watched T Stable him. That motherfucker can run some routes right there. So. <laughs> Go ahead. Go, go ahead. Not gonna listen. This is good. Mine and PVs are probably about the same. I got D Hop at one. Um, he's just he's played with different guys. Michael Thomas has played with Drew Brees. He's been he's been very fortunate in that system. Not taking nothing away from Michael Thomas, but Michael Thomas has played with the Drew Brees. Um, number two for me is Julio. Um, he's a man child. He just he. Impact. He changes the game when he's on the field. Um, all the Falcons had to do was throwing the ball in the Super Bowl. They win the Super Bowl. Point blank period in the discussion. Um, number three would be Michael Thomas. Uh, doesn't drop anything. 
you know, he's not – he's pretty much just a possession receiver. Like, you know what I'm saying? Think about it, just like an Avert. Like, he's just going to run dig routes, slant routes, comebacks. He's just going to run what he's going to run pretty much. You know, he's not fast. He's not going to beat you. Um, so, things like that. I have four Mike Evans, man. Golly, day. I didn't know how good Mike Evans would be coming out of college because all, all he ran in college was like go routes and slants and him and Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel just throw the ball up. But Mike Evans, he year in and year out, he produces. Um, I mm-hmm. I would have arguments about him with people about between him and Odell. And Odell's still my guy, but Odell, you know, he's been hurt. So number five for me is Odell. Um, Odell's been injured. If you watch the interview with him and Cam and Todd Gurley, I didn't know that he came back too early. Um, he's playing with Baker, Mayf- Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield sucks. Um, that's my take on Baker Mayfield. I watch games. Odell, <laughs> Odell would be open, and Baker Mayfield would just miss him. Like, the, when they played the Broncos, Odell took the ball from Chris Harris and then made the safety miss, and then on fourth down, he didn't throw the ball to Odell. Like, I just think Baker Mayfield sucks. Like, I feel like Eli was decent, but Eli sucked too when Odell had him. So, Odell oh is trying to find – he's, he's, he's trying to find his love for the game again. I think if he finds that – He'll be back up there in the top five, uh, top four. Uh, six for me is Devontae Adams. Um, Devontae Adams is – he's – I don't want to – when he's on the island, he he runs great routes. His routes are beautiful. Um, Chris, him and Aaron Rodgers. He has luxury of playing with Aaron Rodgers too. Um, don't get me wrong on that. Uh, I had Next, I have Keenan Allen for me as next. Um, Keenan Allen is similar to Michael Thomas, where he's a possession guy, but he's still his routes are crispy. He runs very great routes. I think he's just a in and out type of guy there um, that can that can go get it. Then I have um, I have Tyreek Hill. I'm I don't know. I, he's he's good to me, but he plays he plays in a system that really suits him well. Like he has a good tight end and he has good outside receivers. So that leaves him in one-on-one. He requires a double team. Don't get me wrong. He's good. And he, he's almost like Mike said, out the slot, he's unguardable. Um, and if anybody has ever played slot before, playing slot is very fun. If you can run, if I can run a four or two and play slot, it'd be a different ball game. Um, he's very explosive. Me being a Patriots fan, I hated playing against him. I'm like, yo, what are we going? Are we going to double him? Uh, we leave him one on one. It's it's over. Like him one on one with McCordy, it's over. Um, and then I got I got Chris Godwin there. Um, I think he'll be nine on my list. Chris Godwin, he's he's got a he's only had he only had one good year. He's got to put up more numbers for him to jump into my um up higher on the list. But with Tom Brady, I'm like the sky's the limit. It's it's probably gonna get ugly in Tampa Bay. I think I got to put uh Stephon Diggs up there. Um. He's Ooh, a guy. He's dude. a guy for oh me. He's 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 a, he's a dude. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see how what happens in Buffalo. He's by himself now, so he's gonna require double teams. Adam Thielen was great compliment to him, so it's gonna be very interesting to see how he does in Buffalo. Um, and how how good he makes how good he makes that offense go. I don't trust Josh Allen, but it is. It is. And then I have AJ Green right there. Um, I've been an AJ Green fan since he was in South Carolina, um, playing high school football. I watched him play, and I fell in love with his game. Um, and then when he was at Georgia, so AJ Green just got to get back. I think he's fully healthy. And to be honest, last year I think he was healthy too. I wouldn't have played last year either. It was a waste of time. Honestly, I wouldn't have came in and played about him either. So I think he's fully healthy. I think he's going to help Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow throws a perfect ball, so it's going to be pretty interesting to see. Um, 
kind of how that goes with that. But that's um, that's my top ten with um, that. By the way, Amari Cooper would never be in my top ten. Stephon Gilmore held him to zero catches and zero yards. Malcolm, he'll never be. He'll never be in my top ten. And, after and, after, listen, after, after watching that either. game when Stephon Gilmore held him to zero catches, zero yards, Malcolm, you cannot be a top ten guy and be held to that ever. I understand Stephon Gilmore is good. He's my guy, but. He, I don't, I don't know if he ever held another guy to zero, zero catches, Malcolm, zero yards. In, in I say this as well. Oh, okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. My fault. Go ahead. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I just want to make that point oh. about Amari, zero catches, zero yards. I'm okay. Well, since you want that, since you want that, um, uh, can somebody please clarify for me? Because I'm not too sure. I rem, if I'm not mistaken, I remember a game where Mike Evans had zero catches and zero yards. What game? Hold on. I, I, to, 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 I, I believe it may have been Mike that had no catches and zero yards. I don't know who they played, but I remember that, and I believe that was a, I believe that was one of the reasons why I, I, I knocked him. Hold on. If if that did happen, I credit that to Jameis Winston. Yeah, that's why that happened. Oh no, nah, bro. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know, man. Hold on. What? 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 Well, I mean, granted, with Jameis, he didn't, he can't see. He just got LASIK. And that's one thing about Jameis that I will say before I say what I had to say before. Jameis, he always showed potential because he could throw the ball, but he couldn't throw the ball. And I believe when, like, when you would see pictures of him throwing the football, he's squinting. Like, he can't see. And seeing the fact he got LASIK eye surgery and he – Let's just let's let's hold off on the Jameis slander just a little bit, just a little bit until we can see what he can actually do with his new eyes. You know, because having a whole we're not going to see though. He, different. you know, he he not starting anymore, so it's going to be a minute till we get to see that. But, but, but it might not be till my they, they may they may they may throw Jameis in there for a couple plays though. They may do it. But now let me you you threw out Mike Evans. <laughs> he he's had a thousand every year. Every year, yeah, okay, yeah, I get. I mean, you. He, I, mean I don't, I don't think that I don't know if that's true, but I know verbatim that Amari Cooper in that Patriots game, he did not, he, yeah, he, he didn't, I got you. he, and they threw him, they threw the ball at him, like don't give, they were throwing the ball, he just, yeah. he was on, you know, so I don't, I just can't put Amari, I'm just not, Amari doesn't, and honestly, I'm not sold on Amari. I just forgot since you mentioned those two names, those two most recent names, Brendan. I completely forgot about my man Thielen, Mr. Hands, Mr. Handsy, Mr. Hands on. Man got man got stickums. Okay, we're talking like Cowden. Okay, I did route running. He's killing. He is killing. He his his curl route is stupid. I saw him cooking people at practice. I saw him cooking people at training camp before. I Adam Thielen's a problem. So with that being said, I completely forgot about him, and I really do admire Adam Thielen so much. Like I really like his game. Dog, He's Who you taking? Him or, him or Julian Edelman? Who you taking? I'm taking I'm taking Thielen. Julian Edelman has that grit, but Ju- but 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 Thielen has them hands. I'm taking Julian Edelman. Well, that's why well, that's why Adam. You said why? Wait 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 wait. Real quick, let me say this, and I say Thielen to say I'm taking Cooper out. And Brennan, like you saying that zero catches, I really forgot about that. I'm taking Cooper out and I'm putting Thielen in there because I remember I'm I'm always counting for Thielen. I didn't give him the credit of being on my. You top can't team. put Thielen. Adam you Thielen put Thielen above Diggs, No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, I do, bro. I do because his hands are just different. Diggs has great route running, but 
Thielen's hands, he don't drop. He don't drop either. Okay. I don't see I don't see Thielen dropping like that. It, it's been a couple when it's been great defense. But when it comes to straight hands, I'm not about to drop this ball. That's that that's Thielen right there. And I like him. Like I said, I've seen his route running. It's 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 crisp. Yeah. It's crisp. It's it's not like the guys we've named on the list before, but it's but it's definitely respectable. You know, if it, it, it to me it, it's, it's respectable enough for a top ten, a top ten vote. Yeah, I got you. But uh, what was you about to say, P? I cut you off. I just had to get it out before I forget about it. I was because I, I was going. Oh no, I was just asking if you if you had him over uh, Julian Edelman. Yeah, yeah, I got him over Edelman. I like Edelman a lot. I like him a lot. He's a he's a great possession guy, but not jump ball possession. Like he'll get that third and five for you. Right. Yeah, I, agree. I like that. I did that super bowl performance. I can't put season over my man Edelman yet. I can't do it. My man Edelman went crazy in that Super Bowl. He's by himself out there. By himself. That's a fact. And they kept on the time. That's nice. That's nice enough. Everybody can be by themselves. You, it's cool. <laughs> I mean, you still got Brady out there with you. It, it won't like he was doing it without Brady. He had Brady. Out we there. we really gonna see what Adam do this year. Not having Stephon Diggs opposite him is just gonna be him and Kyle Rudolph out there. Yeah. So we we'll see what type, we'll see what type of noise he make this year getting them. They drafted uh, Justin Jefferson too, by the way. Just to let y'all know that. Oh, oh, they did. So yeah, so yeah. We'll oh yeah, see what he does there. He got the man himself from LSU. Let's get the get get the get. That's who y'all should have That's who the Eagles should have dropped this shit. Bro, you, bro, you. I didn't want no Jalen Rieger. I mean, granted, it's cool. We got him. He's a great possession. No, Jalen Rieger is a is a downfield guy though. Malcolm, did you? He ran. He's he ran four three or four two. He's like a Deshaun Five, Jackson though. See, I don't want no more Deshaun Jacksons. I don't want no more them. I need guys that go. I mean. Brent is cool. They have some speed. It's nice, but not not. If you ain't Tyreek Hill, I low key don't want you. I want you to catch the ball, like like, cause not every not every time I'm gonna need somebody going down the field. I need somebody to go across the middle and catch this slant or this post. Right. I I need somebody to do that for me, you know. And I need and me. I'm from what we're used to. I don't I don't. We we've always had a couple possession guys and. Uh, a couple good tight ends, and then that that those one or two receivers that are only good for speed. That's cool. I'm 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 not really the speed guy. Tyreek Hill is really the only exception to that rule for me. You know, he's just it's different. You know, like that's a different different speed. But I'm not I'm not I'm I'm not really sold on Rieger. I wanted Jefferson so bad. I was so mad we pa- we passed up on him. I was so mad. I was sitting there like, are you serious? We got Justin Jefferson sitting on this board, and then he goes what three picks later or two picks after that? I'm like, you got to be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. What about it? What about in the interview did you not like him? What about it? But again, that is a topic for another day. I'm sick of my birds making these problems, these these mistakes in this draft. But nevertheless, nevertheless, this will conclude the episode for today. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. One more, one more thing, one more thing. We gotta get this in. It's the it's the first day back of the league, bro. We gotta get oh. our picks in for today. Oh yeah. First. First day back. Who we got? Clippers, Lakers. Let's hear it, Mo. Ah, you know, I ain't about to say no Clippers. You know, Lake Show. <laughs> big Braun. Big big AD. Now, uh, they say AD is likely to play. He's going he, he gonna to have the Kareem Abdul glasses on. Um, he's going to be out there trying, right. to, trying to do a little couple hook shots. You know, I see, you know let's, let's see if he let's, – let's see what he does. You know, then uh, 
I like the guy, the the rookie they got. The, the last couple of games I've seen, Talon, uh, Talon Horton Tucker, I like him. Mm-hmm. He's shown he's he's shown aggression and confidence. And then the guy make uh, make cop. I saw him at the PIT as well. You know, he's uh, he he came to the PIT down here. He can play. Mm. Um, and I'll 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 give y'all this. I like Jr. I like the role they have him playing. I like the role. I told you, bro. Like they him. they they wasn't gonna play him them big minutes, man. They gonna come in there and give him some spot minutes, and he gonna he gonna excel in his role. Did. I really Y'all believe that. heard it from me. Get his ass out of there. <laughs> Get his ass out of there. Because I was not going to have another year of the J.R. Smith show. I did not want to deal with that. So, I got the Lakers winning. You know, uh, who else played tonight, though? Who else played tonight? Somebody else played tonight. I think it's the Pelicans. Somebody. Utah and Pelicans. I got Utah winning Jazz now. Easy. I think it'll be close, though. I think it's going to be competitive. Um if Zion plays, I definitely think it's gonna be. I think this is Zion's not going. Pelicans to play, been though. playing. Oh, oh he's not. So. Okay, then that changes it a little bit. If he was playing, I was gonna say they they can match up well with the Jazz, but um, I got the Jazz nonetheless. Yeah, down because he should be playing. You're down there in the bubble. The the Clippers don't have Montrez or Lou Williams, so that who oh, you got oh, in that oh, game, Brendan? Oh, go go ahead, B. I'll Lakers because the Clippers don't have Montrez or Lou Williams, so. They're, they're gonna be missing Mont- They're gonna be missing two key guys off the bench. Their bench gets smaller. So I'm gonna take the lake. I'm gonna That's take the I Lakers said. definitely. Um, interesting to see what Scott Vogel does with the with this rotation. Um, who he starts in place of um, Avery Bradley, we shall see. So we shall see what's gonna happen with that. But the Lakers are gonna win this. Um, they're gonna win the game. And then the, the Jazz, the Jazz is gonna win that game. They're gonna blow. They're probably blowing the Pelicans out. I mean, well, I don't let me not say that, but I think the Jazz the Jazz the Jazz will win that game um pretty pretty easily, pretty handily, ten or ten or more points. So, now that I think about the roster, I got, though, the, uh, the, the Pelicans do have the roster to compete the more I think about it. They do have some some nice energetic guys and then JJ Reddick. I, I keep forgetting he's playing for him. He can he can he can he can shoot lights out. You know, so he can he can definitely catch fire for them. I got the Lakers winning tonight too, man. Um, it's all about matchups, and you know, Lou Will and Montrez combined for forty points a game off that bench. You take that away, that's a big, you know, that's a big loss. So, I'll say this though: if the Lakers do lose tonight, if somehow they do lose, and I don't see this happening, that's gonna be a morale killer for them for real. If they can't beat the the Clippers when they're under man, when they're at full strength, I know they're missing Rondo, but. If they can't beat them without Lou Will and Montrez, they in trouble. Yeah, it's gonna be a morale killer for them for real. Like, damn, we can't beat these niggas, and they they don't even have their full complement of, of players. That's not good. So I, I think LeBron gonna go out there and set the tone tonight. Because if not, I think the whole team once the playoffs come, when they meet them in the playoffs, they're like, damn, we couldn't even beat them in the regular season. What what makes you think we are gonna beat them in a, a seven game series? Yeah. Right. When they got everybody fully fully healthy. Yeah. I definitely feel you on that one. I feel that. So yeah, it's crucial for them boys to get that dub tonight. Mm-hmm. All right. Anybody else got something? Do you got something to add, B? No, I'm good. I'm good on everything. Already. Yes, sir. Already. Well, again, that concludes another another episode of Let's Talk Ball, and we talked some ball today. So again, we appreciate all you guys listening. Appreciate the support. 
please uh, best believe tune in and tune in next time be on the lookout we will be dropping new content on a regular basis on a weekly basis so again like i said appreciate the listening uh the listeners uh keep supporting uh brendan p you got something to add real quick before we sign out no sir, no, no, sir. appreciate the support man y'all stay tuned man like mouth said more content coming on the way appreciate the love Already, y'all, we gone. All right, fellas.